Blessed be the name of the Lord this morning. What a privilege, what a great honor to be back again this morning to be strengthened by the Lord, to be awakened by His love into the reality of His greatness, of His goodness, of His mercy. I tell you something, dearly beloved. God is good. God is good. God is good. Yesterday I said a few things by the Spirit of God about the gifts of God in our lives and certain things that we need to keep in mind. But I feel so strongly this morning that the Lord will want me to expand or dwell on some of these points very importantly so that we can we can we can take them we can run with them and we can ultimately fulfill the purpose of God one of the very important things the Lord said to us yesterday is that the faithful and consistent use of your gift increases the grace of God upon your life and for sure for sure you will find favor before God and before men second Timothy chapter 1 verse 6 to 7 Paul was charging Timothy and he said unto him therefore I remind you I remind you to stir up to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Mm. Verse 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. A sound mind. The spirit of fear is one of the greatest limitations to the full use, full deployment of your divine potentials. Fear holds men captive. Fear limits people. Limits people from stepping in to their prophetic purpose and destiny. And that's why this morning, one of the first things that you must understand is that you need to break the fear, the spirit of fear to step into the will of God. You need to break the spirit of fear to step into your prophetic calling. You need to break the spirit of fear to be able to use your gift, your talent, and the treasures that God has deposited within you. When the man who failed to use his talent was confronted by his master in Matthew chapter 25. The reason he gave for his unproductive life was fear. Fear. In verse 25 of Matthew chapter 25, he said, I was afraid. Did you see that? I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. I was afraid. And I went to hide your talent in the ground. The truth was twisted in his mind. The truth was perverted. Those who fail to use their gifts and talents accuse everyone else around them. He accused the master. 
the unproductive, unfruitful servant, accused his master. Oh, I know you are a very wicked man, he said. You reap where you did not sow. Can you see how the devil had so perverted his mind? Unproductive people who fail to use their gifts and talent accuse everyone else around them. They even accuse their master. It's not new. They accuse everyone. Everyone else is the problem but them. Everyone else is their problem. This one is not good. When you find out that you are constantly complaining about everybody else, then you are the problem. Your wife is the problem. Your, your, your pastor is the problem. Your husband is the problem. Your children are the problem. Your neighbor is the problem. Your boss is the problem. Oh, the driver that drives you is the problem. Oh, no, the person that cooked, that person that cooked in the restaurant is a problem. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Even God is a problem. The only people that you never see a problem with is yourself and the devil. Then that is a problem. That is a problem. Men and women who fail to use their gift accuse people. They make excuses. They make excuses. And brothers and sisters, you have no excuse. I have no excuse. This is no time for excuse. This is no time for wrong perception and personal deception. This is the time to cast out every limitation and stumbling block off your way and embrace God's divine plan for your life and go for it. I say go for it. In the name of Jesus, I say go for it. The clock is ticking. The time is fast spent. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will be productive and fruitful with the gifts and talents that God has given you. I pray that you will not bury your gift. You will not bury your talent. I pray that your gift would multiply and you will be happy to see your master when he returns. Second point we highlighted by the Spirit of God yesterday is that an unused gift of God in a man will depreciate. Yes, will depreciate in value. The man with the one talent was judged harshly because he failed to use the talent that was given to him. His master's response to him in Matthew chapter 25 verse 26 was, You wicked, wicked and slothful servant. You wicked. So you can see how important it is to use your gift. Not to use your gift translates into wickedness and slothfulness. And in verse 30, the master said, such a servant was a worthless servant. Was a worthless servant. Oh my God. Oh my God. He buried his talent and as the days went by, he depreciated in value constantly. And by the time the master returned, this servant who buried his talent had no single value, no single worth anymore. It was completely, absolutely, and totally worthless. 
How much are you worth in the kingdom? Your worth is measured by your attempt to add value to the kingdom through your gifts and talent. An unused gift of God and unused talent will depreciate in time. And the carrier of the gift will ultimately become worthless in the final analysis. Worthless in the final analysis. What gift has God given to you that you are afraid to use? What gift do you have that has been limited in its expression? What buried gift of God in you has remained unuseful to God and this kingdom? You may have many reasons. You may even accuse your master. You may accuse your parents. You may accuse your friends, your pastor, your friend, your teachers. You may accuse everyone. You may even accuse your master. But the truth is that your accusation and negative perception about your gift would amount to nothing, to nothing when the master shows up. You may even propose that the weather was the challenge. It was too cold. It was too hot. You had no money. You had no car. Oh, I couldn't do it because of this. Oh, they didn't like me. You may even propose all manner of things, but the reality is all these excuses will avail to nothing, nothing when the master shows up. Your spiritual value and worth would be measured by what you have done for God with your gifts and talent. What you have done for God by His Spirit. Whatever gift is not used would depreciate in time, would depreciate in value. And the reality is, it will degrade your value in the kingdom of God. Number three. Number three. Every gift of God that is used increases in value. Hallelujah. <laughs> Every gift of God even if it is in putting water in the hand of a prophet of God, a genuine one, it will add value. It will increase value and add value to your life. And that is the divine pattern. Gifts used to honor God increases in value. And I need you to pray that God's gift in your life will honor Jesus. That the gift of God will bring you before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Proverbs 18 verse 16 says, A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. Your gift, another translation says, the gift of a man maketh room for him. Maketh room for him. There is still room for you. Room in the kingdom. In fact, there are rooms up there. Rooms in the palace. Joseph was in the prison, but there was a room for him in the palace of Pharaoh. Oh yes, 
The gift of God can open great doors for you. Doors before the great God. You can stand before God by reason of your gift. There are rooms in great places. There are opportunities in great places. But you don't just enter into these opportunities by reason of what you know. But by what you can do with your gift. You are not the one that will make room for your gift. It's your gift that should make room for you. Develop your gift and use it. Develop your gift by using it. Every gift that is used increases in value and increases your worth. Do all you can to use that gift for Jesus, my friend. Use your gift to honor the Lord. The gift of writing develops further as you write every day. The gift of worship develops further as you use it. Set time aside and invest into your gift on a daily basis. It must be a discipline. At least you should have a minimum of two hours out of the 24 hours invested into the development of your gift, spiritual gift, physical gift, on a daily basis. You are a writer. There are books and insight God has given you. Set two hours aside. Start from 15. Increase it to 30. Then to one hour. Then to two hours. Then more and more. On a daily basis. To write. Get a book and all the materials necessary for your writing. Put phone away. Put distraction away. For that two hours, lock yourself in. Shut yourself away from the world. And write, write, write. Oh, I don't know how to write English very well. Write in the language you understand. Find a translator online to translate it for you. Keep the discipline of investing time consistently and consciously into the development and use of your gift. You are a singer, a worshiper. When is your daily personal rehearsal? What time of the day do you devote into training your voice? Do you have a vision of making a small studio in your room? Can you turn your bathroom into a studio? Your kitchen into a studio? Your living room? Everywhere around you. And sing and worship and develop your vocal cords. Develop your passion. Develop that gift. Use it. Stop looking at those who are advancing and criticizing them. Stop looking at them. Stop criticizing people. Invest into your own, into yourself. There are people that can tell what is wrong with everybody. They criticize everybody. They know what is wrong. He doesn't read this one well. He doesn't sing that one well. He doesn't preach well. He doesn't do this well. And they have left themselves underdeveloped. Underdeveloped. When you see yourself pointing hand at everybody, you identify what is wrong with everybody, and you see nothing wrong with yourself, it shows your value in the spirit. I have grown tremendously through the criticism of people. And most of those who have criticized me in time past are still where I used to know them. They have not moved one bit. 
They never moved an inch. But I have used their words. I have used their constructive or destructive criticisms to advance the use of my gift for the kingdom of God. Friends, it's time to stop looking at what others are doing or what others are not doing right. It's time to look inwards and ask yourself for what you can do differently to grow personally by using the gift of God to accomplish the purpose of God. I commend you to God this morning and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. I pray for you that the gift of God in you will be stirred up to fulfill the purpose of God. Amen and amen. Amen. Listen.